Welcome to another episode of The Raven Narratives. I'm Tom Yoder. And I'm Sarah Severson, and we're the co-producers of The Raven Narratives. The story you're about to hear was told by Bert Valencia in June, when the theme was broken. Bert lives in Cortez with his best friend and wife, Sandra. He is retired from the United States Army after serving for 25 years. He believes our country is blessed for the sacrifice of our American veterans. Here is Bert's story. Before I start my story, I want to preface this as this is just one of the many stories uh, during the uh, during Desert Storm. On Sunday, November 10th, 1990 at 10 p.m., I get a phone call from my from my supervisor, JB. Hey, dude, pack your socks, man. We're going to war. Really? He goes, Yep, we're going to Desert Storm. We established the mash, and as darkness falls, there are ambulances. You call them helicopters, we call them air ambulance. They start coming out of the sky, coming out of the north. And as they're coming in, as they're coming in, the, the pilots have a sunshade over their eyes, or on their helmets over their eyes, so that to protect their night vision. So as they're coming in, they look like faceless robots. And they're coming in, and they're bringing in load after load after load of American and Iraqi casualties. We unload them. We put them in the MASH hospital. And before long, there are Iraqis and American casualties everywhere. They're stacked up like cordwood everywhere. I eventually find myself in this little surgical area, probably about as a little bit smaller than this stage, but not much. And in this little surgical room off to the side over here is the actual surgical ward. There are little containers that just drop in there and the surgeons are in there. Over here on this side, there's a door. I got Iraqis on, sitting on the floor and next to the wall, there's some here and there's some here and be behind me, probably 25. Before long, the medics from the hospital come in and the, the strange thing about it, they're pushing this little bitty Rubbermaid cart. I remember distinctly seeing Rubbermaid on the cart. And on top shelf is stacks of MRE, cases of MREs, and on the bottom shelf is cases of water similar to what we have, you know, here. So they take the MREs and bring them in and they just throw them in the middle of the floor. It's like these guys have an animosity to these Iraqis. They're humans, just like you and I. These, some of the injuries that these guys have sustained happened on January 17th when the air war started. We're talking over a month. These guys are beaten and battered and broken and they're just throwing stuff in there and the other guy, he just takes the water and he throws it in there. So my partner, Art, and I, Art gets down. Some of the guys, Iraqis, go over to try to get into the water. They haven't eaten. They haven't had any water. So he gets over, and he sticks his finger. It's like we've all done, you stick it in the plastic, you rip it open, and some of these guys that can, they're helping, and they're handing the water out. 
And then at the same time, I go over and help Art and we open up the cases of MREs and we start handing those out. So there's one gentleman, he's sitting back over here in the corner and he's got, his hands are bandaged and he's got this MRE pack in his hand. And the MRE packs are about yay wide, probably about well, that thick, about yay tall. And inside of those is, is a meal. You've got crackers and candies and, and you've got uh, peanut butter and jelly and stuff. And this poor guy is trying with his teeth and holding it, trying to open it. So I go over to him and I grab his MRE from him. I don't grab it, I take it from him and I take my knife and I whip it out. And I take and I slice open the top. And then I pour it out in front of him. Kind of explain to him what everything is, the main meal, the crackers, candies, things like that. And one thing that we've discovered over the time frame of having to eat these things day after day, three days, you know, three, meal, three squares a day, okay? they don't promise you what kind of meals, just three squares a day. So we've learned that in this packet, they're made so that they're long. Problem is, is when you slice them open and they give you a long spoon, you dig it in, pretty soon you got your, your tuna sandwich or your tuna salad all over your wrist. So we've learned that you turn them on your side and you just slice them open. And that way, now, you can actually get inside with your spoon and actually enjoy your meal. So I slice it open for him, give it to him, and pretty soon everybody else, Art's helping out too, and we're helping getting these guys set up, and they're eating, they're having a conversation, and, and, and they're looking at us, they're, they're, they're grateful for just that little itty-bitty kindness. Probably the, the one thing that sticks in my, it sticks in my sinuses, sticks in my brain, and I can't get it out, is the stench of rotting flesh. It's there every day. These guys have been injured, broken, battered. The air war, the ground war, 100 hours doesn't seem like a long time, but these guys have sustained all this stuff in this time frame. So they're eating and they're talking and they're having a good time and they're laughing and they actually have some joy in their life at that little moment. I just step back over in this corner over here and as I step back in the corner, there's this, there's this cover, it's an impregnated canvas made, it's got like a vinyl impregnation so that, so that uh, it can be sterilized, you can just wash it down with a hose and just sterilize the whole thing. The whole thing is like that. You can just wash it all down here. And I look through the side, and as I look through the side, I see a stainless steel table with one of my brothers in arms is laying on this table. He's naked except for a towel across his genitalia area. And he's got a bullet hole right here in his chest. And the docs are over here talking, and they're kind of having this conversation. And one of the docs says, Whoever shot him was a pretty damn good shot. And the other doc says, yeah, his, his brain dead, but his heart doesn't know it. At that very moment, I was just absolutely heartbroken. As a medic, there's a compassion you're supposed to have. A, a, we call it a bedside manner. Yeah, it wasn't much of a bedside manner for one of my 
brothers in arms. So at that point, I find myself, I, I, I'm, I, I have a, a bunch of anxiety at that point, and I go through that door. I go down the main corridor where there's Iraqis and American soldiers all over the place, and I go through and I go stand outside. And I get outside, and I, I just break down. I just start crying. And I cry, and I cry, and I cry. Art finally comes by, and he puts his arm around me and says, man, how you doing? I said, well, man, I can't take this no more. I just can't do it anymore. You know, I think about my medics every day. I think about those that have died of suicide. I think of those that have died of alcoholism. I think about those that we have yet to find. They've just disappeared. We don't know where they're at. And I think about those that have lost relationships and their marriages as well as me. When you rent a car from Mavis Hertz or any of those guys, when you take that, you rent that car, you take it back. And if it's broken, you have to fix it. Am I broken? Am I fixable? It's ongoing. Thank you, Bert, so much for telling your story. To pitch your story for a future Raven Narratives event, fill out the contact form on our website at ravennarratives.org. And if you haven't done so already, be sure to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, and please do share these stories with your friends. They'll love you for it. Big thanks goes to our photographer, McCarson Tafoya of Red Scarf Shots. Check out the portraits of all of our storytellers on the gallery page of the Raven Narratives website. And be sure to visit her website at redscarfshots.com. Our theme music was written, composed, and performed by Jazar. And you can find out more about his music on SoundCloud or at freemusicarchive.org. The Raven Narratives is a production of KSJD Radio in Cortez, Colorado. Find out more at ksjd.org. ¶¶